What's going on, you guys? Thanks for tuning back in to another episode of the LCR Media Podcast. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. If this is your first time listening to the LCR Media Podcast, thank you very much for clicking play. I would appreciate it if you uh, if you enjoy this episode, if you go ahead and give us a, a thumbs up and a uh, hopefully a five-star rating and review on, on Apple Podcasts, or at the very least, if you're on Spotify, you can uh, thumb it up. You can give it, uh, or, or I'm sorry, you can uh, give it a star rating, you know, again, hopefully five-star rating for us. And you can also leave comments too um, down below uh, if you're listening on Spotify as well. So again, thank you to those of you that are that, that are new. Um, and this is another IBG episode here. It's the, the winter off season. So sometimes, uh, not sometimes, but I usually, you know, this is going into my third season, third year of podcasting. And this is the time of year that I, I reflect a lot. I think most of us probably do business wise, personally reflect on our business, our life, um, kind of recapping, you know, that the, the previous year and then getting ready and, and planning for the future year coming up and so on. Uh, and so I do a lot of IBG episodes. I call them IBG. They're in between guest episodes uh, where I don't really schedule as many interviews with other other uh, lawn care and landscaping professionals but there are definitely still opportunities where either I'm at, at an event or there's just something that I really want to get on, you know, get 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 on an episode whether it be through a Zoom call uh or you know one of the local guys uh that I can network with in person and we can get in the studio and and we can can uh share our stories and try to help uh you know educate those of you listening to potentially get better and, and, and stronger as a business and, and personally. Um, but so anyway, this, so this is yet another one of those episodes and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, like a, it's a, a little bit rushed time of year for me more than usual. Um, you know, <clears throat> I am getting ready for my event coming up January 19th and 20th in Atlanta, the LCR summit. Stay tuned for lots of content coming up, uh, coming from that. Um, as well as if you don't know what that is, I've, I have previous episodes talking about it. I don't want to spend time talking about that now because it's already going to be here and gone and we could talk about it after the fact and we can get everyone pumped for the next time if you missed it uh, this time. But so I'm doing all that, getting ready, going down there. Um, also, you know, it's a little bit busier for me. End of the year, um, busier than normal. You know, mo most of us, in, in addition to the traditional, you know, the holidays at the end of the year, recap, you know, tying up things, you're buttoning things up in your business, you know, finishing your year-end services and billing and all that and going through your numbers, getting everything situated for the end of the year. And then the beginning of the year, you're you know, looking forward to the new year, planning, strategizing, implementing, you know, things, plans and so on, making sure your numbers are straight, making sure, you know, your, your services are ready to go and client lists and everything's ready. So in addition to all that extra stuff, for me personally, like I said, I have my event coming up January 19th and 20th. So that took many, many months of planning and preparation and, um, you know, promoting or advertising or just trying to get the word out ultimately to, so people don't miss out on this opportunity. Um, but in addition to that, you know, so, so that obviously takes time. And then I, all the other things that I just mentioned, but from, for me this year, there's, uh, I did a little more things for my business. I, I actually uh, made some, some decisions, based on my business, uh, my lawn care business. And, um, I, I, you know, some of them were difficult decisions to make, but they're decisions that have to be made and, you know, not, and it's all hashtag rookie for life, right? First time things, you know, I'm not, I'm no expert at any of this stuff. <clears throat> There's a lot of new things that I did or that are new to, to us or to our industry. Definitely to me, all that, 
So I'll, I'll go into some more of those details um, as as they come up. I will actually have you know some some special guests on talking about some of the changes and updates to my business and you know think things how that all works at worked out and is connected. But ultimately, I just wanted to take this uh, short time to explain that that there are or to just share that that there are going to be some changes in my business. Uh, I've already made changes in my business and, and it's kind of, you know, been going through all of the motions of that, you know, um, paperwork wise, you know, service autopilot, you know, um, wise, you know, going through all the, all the different accounts and all the different things that I have to do to, to get all the stuff situated. Um, but ultimately without, you know, dragging this on any longer or teasing you unnecessarily or going in, you know, waiting for another episode for the ultimate, um, uh, ultimate announcement, I guess, or whatever is I'm actually down. I decided to downsize my business for the first time in going on 10 years. This is my 10th year. It's going to be starting my 10th year. Um, so 20, yeah, 20, uh, 2014, yeah, 2014 was when I got my business license this time of year. Um, you know, over the winter, it was like January or February that I got my license business license. So, you know, here we, here we're coming up on that 10th anniversary there in 2024. So, that was definitely, um, it's, it's definitely an exciting landmark, uh, and everything, but at the same time, it's, um, it's time to reflect, you know, and, and I, I've, those of you that have been listening and watching me on social media and following along, there's been a lot of ups and downs, trials and tribulations, a lot of lessons learned, a lot of wins. And I share all that stuff. I'm pretty transparent when it comes to a lot of stuff, even, even personal stuff. As long, you know, as long as it has to do with me, like I'm, I try not to share like my family's personal drama or anything like that or, or employees or anything like that. I try not to overstep and, and, uh, um, violate anyone's privacy, but I'm, you know, if it was just me, it's my own privacy. Like I'll share whatever I want to share. And for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, open and transparent with, with whatever I share and whatever I'm going through. It might take some time before I share it because I need to process it and go through it and all that, but, and get to a better place maybe. Um, you know, mentally and, and, you know, actually, uh, to be able to talk about it and reflect on it and have some good things to say about it instead of just like the old bah humbugs of it, or just the, you know, hoorah. Yeah. You know, um, high five in it, you know, there's, there's always different perspectives for everything. So I try to kind of get all that together before I share some of the bigger things. And this is pretty much the same, same thing with this, cause this, this is a, a big deal, but ultimately you know, like I said, over 10 years, there's been a lot of different um, iterations of my business and things that I've done and evolved and grown. And my goal has always been to, from day one, before I even started my business, when I left or was about to leave retail management very quickly, which was, uh, I was in retail management for 15 years. I've got all, all that stories on my YouTube channel at Long Care Rookie. I've talked about it many times in bits and pieces and it's an entirety uh, here on the podcast as well on other folks podcasts recently too. Um, but ultimately I was uh, just, for those of you that are new, I was in retail management for 15 years. I was completely stressed out, depressed, had no, no quality of life. You know, I had a young family at the time. Um, I mean, I still have a family, but they're not young anymore because I was 10 years ago now, but they were younger, uh, you know, and, and I was missing out on, spending time with my wife, you know, my relationship with my wife, with my kids. It, I just, I really like, you know, they were like all alone basically on their own, you know, like my wife felt like a, you know, a single mom and all these sad things is that that was kind of the joke at one point too. 
which is not just me, right? I'm sure there's a lot of people in that state, in this, in this world. Uh, and it's unfortunate that we allow things to get, get away from us like that. And, uh, when we're entre- entrepreneurship is, is, is no different really, <laughs> but, uh, it could be even worse in a lot of ways. Cause you know, we're, we're it, the buck stops with us. There's no one else to pass, pass it on to. There's also no one breathing down our throats either other than customers maybe, but I mean, there's no boss. We don't have a boss or anything that's depending on what level we're at. If we're entrepreneurs, our business, we're the business owners. So unless we have partnerships and things, there's no one directly, you know, above us or, you know, at our same level, that's really given us all that extra stress. You know, we're kind of giving ourselves our own stress and dealing with the things in our bit. So that there's a little more flexibility. There's a little more, a different kind of stress that the fact that you do ultimately have control is a little bit better than working for a company that you literally don't have control. I mean, you might have a lot of responsibility and some, and, and, and the illusion of some kind of control, but ultimately if you have a boss and a boss's 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 boss, all that, you know, it, it ends up rolling downhill all the time and, and it, it, it's not really easy to push it back uphill. So you end up just getting caught up in all that. So I, I just had no quality of life. I was super depressed and didn't know really what to do with myself. And was a shell of myself and I just had to press the hard reset button and fell back on what I really enjoyed doing as a homeowner, which is take care of my lawn. And then I'm like, okay, what, what do I do with this? How, how do I make this, you know, uh, an actual professional business? So anyway, that's, that's the shortest version I could say that's of that story. Like I said, there's a lot more details, um, in, in, in the past, uh, that I've talked about for sure on, on my YouTube and, and podcasting and all that. So ultimately you know, I, I, so, so I, 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 right, right then when I made the decision, my goal was to have multiple crews so that I could have a sustainable lawn care business that I didn't have to be in the truck all day, every day by myself or with maybe one guy or two guys. And it was basically my business was dependent on me because if I couldn't work that day or, uh, whatever the scenario is, um, you know, that then work wasn't getting done, you know, like I I needed to, I wanted, I didn't think that for me that that was a sustainable way of life and to, to be able to make enough money is the biggest thing for me. I didn't think that would be, I would, there'd be a ceiling there. If you're, if you're solo, you can only make so much because there's only so many hours in the day. Yes. You can constantly be tweaking things, making sure you're pricing properly and raise your prices, um, you know, every year or however often, uh, consistently, you know, you can add on services, you can do all that, be as efficient as possible with your equipment, your routes, all these things to squeeze in as much high profit work as possible in every day. But at the end of every day, the sun goes down and you, you, you know, unless you're have commercial properties that you're allowed to do stuff at night, you know, mow the big fields or something at night and you got big lights on your mowers or something, which I know a lot of folks do that either early in the morning before sun up or, uh, early or late at night after the sun goes down. So, you know, um, unless you have those situations, you know, and, and even still that's, that's, you're, you're only doing like one or two of those, you know, a day, cause those are probably time consuming and whatever by yourself. So at the end of the day, there's, there just literally is only so many hours in every day that you can, you know, there's only 24 hours in every day. So at the end, at the end of all of that, there's only so much money you can make. So with me, with a young family that's growing fast and eventually, you know, my kids are going to want to go to college and all these things, the older your kids get, it seems like the more expensive they get. You might think they're more expensive when they're babies with diapers and baby food and all that, but really the expenses get crazy. Um, when, when they get older, like all the school expenses just get 
more and more, all the books and this and that, if they want to do extracurriculars, sports, all these kind of things, um, all that adds, adds money in, in addition to the, you know, clothes and, and food and medicine, if they're sick and roof over the head and all, all those, all those things, um, you know, baby toys are a lot cheaper than, you know, uh, adult toddler and, and young teenager toys, you know, cause their toys are like video games and things like that. that are a lot more expensive, like whatever. So it all goes up. So I, I just, I knew that I wouldn't be able to sustain a way, a financial way of supporting my family by just being a solo lawn care operator, you know, my whole life. Also, I didn't think I, you know, that felt like that might not be the safest way physically to be able to, to, to do that. Like, Oh my God, just going to be mowing lawns by myself till I'm 80 or something. And, and then, and then what, like, if I don't save up any money and have my own retirement, what, what am I going to do? And you know, all these different things. So a part of all those questions, one of the answers was, well, you know, I've managed plenty of other businesses or plenty of retail companies, you know, over the years, it's not the same, but there's a lot of similarities. So, you know, I can just try and build a team and grow my business to the point where I can have at least two crews, you know, multiple crews that are self-sustained without me in the truck, you know, crew leaders and, and, and team members and all that so that the business can make enough money to pay my salary as well as pay, you know, the salaries or the, the wages of all of my employees and the business expenses and all that and just have a good, healthy, profitable, sustainable business. And that, that was always my goal. And then that would kind of be like my retirement, you know, like I could always not necessarily fall back on, but like, even if I'm not mowing the lawns, I would still be getting my portion, whatever that is, you know, any, any during throughout the growth of the business, um, that would, I would still have that. And then I can do other things because I wouldn't have to be the only one out there doing all the work. So I, I could obviously be spending more time with my family and doing things like that, but I could also you know, uh, go on, uh, 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 try other, other things out, go on other endeavors. I feel like I've been an entrepreneur at heart for a long time, like my whole life. And I've always had all different types of ideas and inventions and all these things that I've tried and failed or didn't really fully commit to. And that's why nothing ever happened or I just never tried them at all. So not, not until I decided to start my lawn care business that I really start to, that I actually finally commit to something and go all in one of my ideas, which it wasn't like any, any novel idea. There's a lot of lawn care companies nowadays, but even 10 years ago that that was becoming more of a trend and made it seem a little bit more easier and safer for me to do, even though it's still scary because you got to get the work and this and that and and all, all those things. So, but ultimately, um, that was, that was, you know, going into lawn care was, was my leap. It was, it was the, finally going all in, you know, with, with, uh, with my, the kind of like my roots or my, my DNA of wanting to try new things and be an entrepreneur and all that. So lawn care was, was it, but I feel like once I did that, it really unlocked all the potential of all these other things. So since then, so many things have happened. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. 
You're going to love this. The Ramp and Dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com, and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Toro's brand-new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. Immediately, as soon as I started researching, you know, how how to be a professional lawn care provider and, you know, invoicing and pricing and different types of services and tools, equipment, mowers, all these different things online, right? Uh, Every time you Google stuff, you know, it's going to refer you to anything on social media. Uh, I mean, even back then, 10 years ago, you know, like that there was just as much, well, not just much, there was a lot there, not as much. There wasn't TikTok and things like that, but there was YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. And there was a lot of information out there um, to be had for people for free or to pay for, to educate you for lawn and landscape, hardscape, all, everything, you know, kind of under the green industry umbrella um, for, for professional contracting. So I was just consuming a lot of content to try and learn. And I would stumble upon these different YouTube videos and found like the very beginning, very beginnings of, of the community of this community that we have now uh, that seems so much bigger and has grown so much more. That is really what what uh, attracted me to going above and beyond just having a lawn care business. You know, like I, I I've talked about this a lot in the past, but you know, I I really I really love you know that this community. You know, I, I really. Um, I early on stumbled upon the very infancy of, of the community, just doing research, like I said, for my business. And then eventually I, um, not eventually, like pretty quickly within that year, I'm like, wow, I really want to be a part of this in more ways than just watching. So, and I started making my own YouTube videos and became one of the early, um, content creators to help kind of foster growth for this community within the, the green industry and then kind of help take it to where it is now. And a lot of opportunities have opened up for me. Uh, since then, uh, throughout this time frame, in addition to continuing to grow my lawn care business and achieve, you know, all the goals, I had, you know, five year plans of everything, you know, first five years, get everything ready for employees and then kind of rinse and repeat and then, you know, have, get a crew and then uh, in another five years, get to a second crew. So that should be where I'm go- going now. I should be at the point of getting a second crew. Uh, but over the, you know, a lot of trials and tribulations and challenges that a lot of us have experienced with COVID and, different things and trying to find people, keep people and all that. It's definitely been challenging. Uh, so I wasn't able to get to the second crew. I've always just had one crew, you know, over these last five years, but haven't really been able to have a real steady, stable crew with a crew leader that I could rely on to then build on top of that. And I'm not saying that that's like I'm giving up or that's the reason why I'm downsizing. The main thing is the real big thing is some of those things that happened just made me keep looking just questioning things, looking at myself in the mirror, 
And also questioning, like, you know, just because this was my plan 10 years ago doesn't mean that I have to just stick with that plan if there's not another plan that has opened itself up to me. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things out there, you know, if, if, if you're religious or not, there's a lot of different ways of saying this and a lot of different um, things out there on social media and, and you know, different stories and, and people trying to tell you that, you know, you, you, you don't you're not meant to stay in the same place or with the same people or all, all, all these different versions of that you know you, 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 you there's more than just one thing for you out there so you can't just get set in your ways you know if you see opportunities you should definitely follow those opportunities if they feel right and all that so don't fear change and a lot of that comes with wisdom which is hard that comes with age and experience time you know um, but ultimately I, I just I, I saw myself being held back by uh, held back from other opportunities with LCR media and social media and, and the lawn and landscape community and everything that I love and do and enjoy there with contenting, um, creating content and networking events and all the great things that I, that I enjoy doing like podcasting and, and everything else, YouTube and, and all that. I, I find myself constantly being pulled away from that by my lawn care business. And while some of the naysayers out there say, well, then focus on your, on your lawn care business, because that's what you're supposed to be doing. Like maybe if you weren't messing around making videos and trying to make podcasts, you'd have more time and attention to focus on your lawn care business. And while that's true, everyone's different and not everyone has the same opportunities and so on. So for me, I feel that I like lawn care, but I love the community. I love social media. I like creating, I love content creation. I love networking events, hosting them and going to them and all that. That's what I love. That's what I stay up till two, three in the morning trying to edit videos or plan for things, events or whatever for free. You know, um, of course, nowadays there's compensation for different things that I do, but for many years, I just did it all for free. And, I, you know, that, that there was no plan or hope for getting compensated for anything. It was just something that I truly enjoyed. And it wasn't until opportunities started arising and things that I could see. And then I created myself that now there's a whole new avenue, a whole new path there. And ultimately, I, it comes down to, yes, so one, I like lawn care, the, my lawn care business, but I love, you know, the social media content creation side of things and networking events. In addition to that, with my lawn care business, I can only help hundreds of people, right? Hundreds of clients and my, 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 my team. But with content creation and networking events, I can help thousands of you, thousands of people, thousands of like-minded content creators, lawn and landscapers, families that are listening, watching, and attending my events. So to me, I feel like I have a bigger purpose than just cutting grass all day, every day. Um, I still love doing that, and I'm going to continue doing that, but I just need to dial that back a little bit. I try to grow it to the point, you know, I try to stay on track with growing it. And then, you know, because there's two ways for us content creators to go. We either grow it to the point where we're not, you know, as needed as much in the business so we can have some more dedicated days for travel and, and creating content, things like that. Um, in addition to our family and personal lives, or it's dialing it back or keeping it small so that it's manageable, you know, on our own and still having time for, for the other things, for the content creation and, and events. 
So, you know, I was always trying to get to that point where, where I didn't need to be in the business as much, but it just keeps, I just keep getting pulled back and forth and I haven't, wasn't able to, and haven't been able to push through that past that yet. So at this point, you know, again, nothing's permanent. That's the beauty of having your own business. You can just kind of go with the flow and do what you need to do whenever you don't have to just stick with the same thing. Like I said, a little while ago, you don't have to stick with the same plan. So you know, things could change and I could ramp back up if I want to. But right now I would like to pull back a little bit on my lawn care business. You know, it's still sustainable. I I built a really great um, business model and efficiency and equipment and, you know, route density and all those things I talk about all the time. So, but I I want to be, have more time to dedicate to LCR media and all the networking events and the content creation that I, that I truly enjoy. Um, um, honestly more passionate about. And there's a lot of guys out there that, you know, that they start in lawn care and they discover maybe they want to do this or that instead. Maybe they go into hardscaping or, you know, they, they, they're really good at marketing and they start doing stuff with that or, um, you know, website development and, you know, all these, there's a lot of different options out there. You know, not, not, not everyone, not everyone is cut out to have a million dollar or multi-million dollar lawn and landscape business or even wants to. Not everyone is cut out to be a big social media content creator or event planner or, or any of those types of um, scenarios, right? Not everyone wants to podcast. They might, they might like listening to them, but, and sometimes they might think, oh, I can do a podcast. And then they try it and they're like, man, 10 episodes in, this is, this is really a, a time a commitment that I, I wasn't aware of. And, you know, they, they kind of just put down the back burner or give up and they got to focus on other you know that project you've been working on, just chipping away at it, dreaming of the day you get to show it off? Then, when you're least expecting it, cancer. And finishing that project actually happens. I would know. I've been restoring this car for years, and today I'm giving it to my granddaughter. It's her 16th birthday and two years since my cancer diagnosis. Mom, you finished it? Happy birthday, boo-boo. You keep making plans. Visit ohiohealth.com slash keep making plans to learn more other things. So I get all that. But for me, for me, I truly feel like I have a lot more potential to impact, you know, like I, I feel like I'm, I have a unique position. I'm, I'm unique, uniquely placed to do so many other things above and beyond cutting grass. So I don't want that to go away, right? I don't want to just I mean, is that what, is that what you guys want? <laughs> I mean, what if I just decided to just go all in my lawn care business and just pull back from all the social media stuff. There'd be no more of the networking events that I do, you know, um, who knows? I mean, more people will keep doing their own thing, I'm sure. So it's not like there won't be anything, but the different things that you've, you know, the podcast that you listen to that a lot of people say has been helpful in different ways. The other content that I put out, YouTube, Instagram, all that, you know, that would, that would all go away or be very minimal. And, you know, events that you've gone to the same thing, they might, they might, they might, might end or be spread out or whatever, um, because I would be focusing more on my lawn care business. And if that's what, what I needed to do to pay the bills and for my, for my family and all that, then obviously, of course, like I'm not going to jeopardize the financial well being of my life, uh, for any, for anything. Um, unless, you know, of course, sometimes there's those temporary things. Like when I went from retail to lawn care, there was, it was a little rough for, for a few months there, um, you know, but we, we were able to, to, to make it work and, 
and so on. So there's always those little transitions when you start a new business or you make a big transition or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's never the goal to, to sacrifice anything like that. It's, uh, you know, to, to put a burden on anyone, it's to, to keep growing. So for me, I want to keep growing into LCR media and have a little more time for that. Um, you know, my, I kind of kept my business at a certain size anyway, so it wasn't, wasn't too crazy, but I definitely did downsize it. Um, a, a, a good, a good chunk. And that's what I'm saying. I'm going to dive into a little bit more in some other episodes, bring some guests on so we can talk about maybe some of the creative things that we did to help me with that transition and so on. So, um, so, so stay tuned for that kind of content as well as the interviews and, and things, uh, coming out from the LCR summit. So just wanted to kind of put that out there for you guys. I hope you're having a good, a good start to your year in 2024. You've got a lot of big plans and you don't, you know, if you're struggling with something, you don't have to stick, you don't have to just keep banging your head. You know, sometimes it takes a little bit of wisdom to figure out when to pivot and change gears. And I've known plenty of people that have closed down their lawn care business and went into something else or uh, downsize or this or that. Like there's so many different options out there. You don't have to be stuck doing, feeling like you're stuck doing something that you don't necessarily want to do or it doesn't work. Maybe it worked out at the time and things change and it doesn't anymore. You know, it's, it's different for everyone. So, you know, it, that, that's, that's what I'm, the, the point that I'm trying to make. And uh, I'm, I'm at this point for myself where I'm making a little bit of a transition, kind of pivoting a little bit um, into some other things. So just wanted to kind of get that conversation going and share a little bit about, a little bit about that with you guys while I'm... <laughs> trying to squeeze in this the, this content before I uh, head on out to uh, Atlanta. So thank you guys for listening and thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And until the next episode, I will catch you guys later. This is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.